So let's spend some time coming into presence here and now. And uh, say, taking up our sitting position, our access, our sense of groundedness. Keep re-establishing that, uh, the physical quality of that. in the, around the lower spine and the upper legs this whole region so firmly planting so you feel the tail and you can also feel sensations down your thighs the Primary placing is the, is the tail, and then just gently uh, coming into the lumbar region and so if you're pushing down with your tail, pushing down with the tail, and feel the sense of that slight downward push, pushing up your spine into the lower back so it just strengthens the lower back so if we push down uh, feel that the counter effect is a strengthening in the lower back and the abdomen just slightly stretched or slightly lengthened open so if you could place the rest of your body on top of that so it balances from the middle of the from the lower back up is something you you balance so as if you're balancing on that foundation so we're not using the upper body uh, you know in some ways you're relaxing it but you're using the posture to adjust the way your chest sits on your lower spine so that it requires least effort and um, less strain so you can relax your shoulders and widen experience of widening across your chest and down the sides of the body so establishing that posture as best one body physical structure allows <coughs> and, uh, coming up the back into the neck forming the connection or the non-breaking from the back into the neck so it's extending the spine to the head. So we get that structure and take some time making sure it's all there. And that's the f- firm. then coming down the body uh, across the front so the forehead temples, the eyes, the jaw see if you're slowly sweeping your hand down your face cheeks, mouth, throat open the throat and continue Spending a few minutes sweeping down the front of the body to descend into the into the abdomen, spherical breath, breathing in the abdomen.
So that downward movement, inclining down, including or perhaps emphasizing the out-breath a little more, as if the out-breath you're almost leaning slightly, your inclination, leaning your mind on the out-breath to encourage it to complete. And as you sense the breathing out, feel the, the abdomen relaxes, again focusing, going down from the abdomen through the base of the body, pelvic floor, if you can sense it into the ground or down your legs, breathing down and let the in-breath happen by itself, Um, so just just let that come in when you've completed the out-breath, in-breath comes in, allow open to that. Experience yourself thinking to a, such a strong degree that it's difficult to uh, maintain awareness of your breathing or your body. Let you open your eyes a little. You're clearing. And repeat the exercise. You can even place a word on the out breath or a sound simple syllable like lengthening the thought over the length of the out breath breathing out
breathing out, long slow out breath is particularly as it's slowing slowing down, becoming subtler, quieter, follow why it feels quieter, what what is soft softer about it or the, the energy going calmer, quieter and then feeling what's happening in your body, particularly your lower body as you know, the breath affects the abdomen, the lower regions of the body, the legs warming effect, tingling effect and the not making any in-breath it's just letting it go until the breathing body begins to you know turn into the in-breathing and pulling and experiencing you know how what aspects of embodiment become apparent with the breathing in say uh quality of expanding, rising, sweeping, opening the throat, opening the chest, the lower chest, the sides of the ribs, and the upper chest, (coughs) collar, Throat and coming into the inner, coming into the head through the throat, into that cavern, that hollow space. If the last threads of in-breathing brush brush the head and then turning to the to the out breathing a long breath. And how is the, the feel, the feel of that? How does that feel? Yeah. So physical feeling of it, and then the mental, emotional feeling. Is it, um, does it feel physically smooth? 
or jolting. This is something that your mind struggles to find or rests into. And if it say if it does rest into it, that that the feeling of that, it's struggling the feeling of that. Accepting, opening to the feeling. The subtle kind, subtler kinds of feeling also, mental tones such as quiet, bright, tender, fidgety, mine isn't so settling, uh, silent. different aromas, different textures of mind. The breathing playing through that. mental tone seems uh, restless or negative or compressed struggling or forceful just checking in your body is the chest is the head open chest open feel the temples, the forehead, the eyes throat open palms, the hands are the open so in releasing these energetic pressure that can give rise to a hard or in mind state or intense mind states, moods that are dark or cloudy, ventilating. And if you're again finding these uh, strong thought patterns, and you've tried opening, opening your eyes a little, opening does help to alleviate the pressure. So most obvious is just even slightly open your eyes or open your throat, relax your tongue, and then more subtly opening the sides of the head, the palms of the hands. Yeah. And then noticing you know, the, uh, the the aramanas, the the mood of the thought. Is it busy? Is it uh, irritated? Saddened? 
uh, eager. So just get one word to get the tone, not all the details, but just the tone. Uh, so it's eager. How's how's that feel? Is it you know, irritated? How's that feel? Um, just be, be that which can receive that. Open, open the heart to that, feeling that, and keep. By doing that, focus much more on that than on the topics of the thought. The quality of emotion or mental vedana. Opening the chest, the heart, the out-breath to release some of the pressure of that. Don't, it's like, don't worry about what it's saying. This is a kind of ventilating, cleaning out. So sometimes these things just have to be expressed and heard and noticed and felt and, you know, allowed to pass through. You know, washing, cleaning out, letting things clean out. Releasing the pressure. It would be even coming into your muscles, in your sides of your face, or even the shoulders or the fingers can start to tighten under the pressure of strongly emotive thoughts. And similarly, if we're able to relax or open those, it does take the pressure off. We can then, you know, discern this is the sadness or anxiety or resentment Or just even something like stabbing or surging or fiery. The feeling of it. On the other hand, you find yourself feeling very cloudy and formless, and uh, take a little more, give more attention to the the physical structure, discerning skin tone, bone, hard, softer, and build build your body up.
And lastly, things um, seem to get into stuck patterns, um, programs in. You can also just practice with that, just slightly moving the head, tiny. It helps to again take the take the intensities of um, thought, which has in, tends to intensify the textures of the head, particularly the sides of the head, throat. Sometimes the tongue becomes stiff, the eyes tighten up. And you just go to the whole head and. Keeping aware of the breathing, but slightly turning it as, as we practiced before. In this very quiet movement. And still aware of the breathing. Maybe just here, breathing to clear the from the heart upwards. That zone.
So if you like just to loosen a little. And uh, this is loosening thoughts. The aim is not really to stop thinking or thinking about anything in particular, just to loosen, loosen the, uh, the congestion of it or the intensities of it. This area this is called the, the Vajji Sankara. It's the, uh, that which form, forms thought, thought energy. And it's for, so this is highly um, activated. This is our primary means of... Uh, orientation isn't it we navigate through our thoughts we figure things out we decide we plan we know we learn so we increase ourselves our sense of confidence through knowledge skills through knowledge that becomes us we don't know we feel disoriented or lost or confused or embarrassed this, if we do know we feel more confident sometimes if you know it all really a bit overconfident really yeah. um, so this Vajisankara definitely forms us so it's part of the way in which we are formed we come into form felt form psychological form, you could say personal form. He was a sharp, quick thinker, slow thinker, you know, feeling a little bit dim, dim-witted, dull, or bright on the ball, uh, getting to those conclusions quickly, or not able to find a conclusion. How does all that feel? And what have we become in that? And uh, social conditioning is, is to become, I would imagine, clearer, quicker, more confident, more informed, more knowledgeable. Because yeah. so that's going to get us ahead in life. <laughs> you know, so we, whatever that is, you know. So there, there's the program, isn't it? You get ahead in life, and you really get get ahead, but we lose quite a bit of it, other things in that process. Moderating thought is uh, one of the um, skills we encouraged in Dharma practice. Not to not think, but to moderate thought. So, taking one's time, being able to formulate, you know, what to think about, and to, you know, bring heart qualities into that. And so, the this itself can be missing because when you a lot of thinking, because it's so much goal-oriented doesn't really bring the heart into into 
thought into speech and into thought, uh, the fullness of it. To bring the fullness of heart, you often have to kind of negotiate a little. Like what really feels about, how's that meaning? What's the most important piece to, to come up with, you know? So it's, it's really taking one's time <coughs> and exploring, questioning what's important now. Why is it feel important? Is the importance something that's marked with uh, panic, anxiety, or value? Something valuable. It's important to, you know, to be truthful. You know, I want to really be truthful. Uh, it's important to, if you, particularly if it's coming into speech, to, to, you know, speak in a mode in a way that makes it easy to understand and to pick up this skill of right speech is one speech is uh, worth listening to uh, delightful um, something other people enjoy hearing so yeah so this is moderating thought it's not just pumping out some knowledge or pumping out some words of knowledge but very much Sensing, you know, the motivation behind the thought or the speech, handling it, checking the motivation, and then bringing it forth carefully. So in this way, we begin to change the programs of thought. Um, now, all so there's a difference here. You see, all sankara like programs means. The, the uh, in this sense, they're almost pre-modelled, or they become established, established, um, established modes. Um, you know, get to the point, move quickly, add things up, be logical. There's an established mode, and so the, the thought energy runs down that particular channel at that particular speed. And, and certainly a person who's got a lot of driven qualities will find themselves really hastening to get to the conclusion so that the, the velocity of thought is programmed it's not feeling it, sensing it, handling it you know, contemplating how it sounds or it, but just to get to, to the result to get those thoughts out quickly to get to the end result so there's a velocity to it yeah. It can also, you know, that velocity is programmed. You know, it's like it runs at a certain speed. And if it's not running fast, or that program speed, our sense of self feels a little disoriented. You know, I can't, I can't think, I can't figure out what to say. I can't, what am I saying? Oh dear, I'm lost. Uh, confused. No, no, it just sometimes it doesn't happen. You know what's really important now. You just even you know, uncertain what to say. That's what's happening now. How does that feel? It feels like that. And then it's something useful to to consider. Even the state that state consider it carefully uh, we feel we need to say lots of things or get things clear or come up with something original progressive effective it's a program so these sankharas have all kinds of motivations in them that we may not be that clear about because they become so so rapidly enacted that we only really notice the feeling or the motivation or the mood in it. So the difference between Chaitana and Sankara, Chaitana is volition or intention, impulse, energy. And Sankara, so it's definitely an aspect the living aspect of sankara of, of 
of a activation. It's the very, you could say, it's the very, you know, electricity in in the in the system that rushes, moves out. Um, but, so any you know any any movement of the heart is called jet is jetana. It's volitional. It's an impulse to. But then, why would one really contemplate that arising, rather than not have it arise, is because you want to notice not so much the volition, but the form it takes. So it's rather like, um, you know, here's the here's the movement coming into thought or speech, and it immediately runs down that channel in that particular way, self-conscious, embarrassed, or uh, trying to get to the end. Or shoot, you know, so it runs down that way. So you begin to get the karmic pattern in one's thought formulation. So the chaitana could be feeling irritated or feeling negatively affected, and this is restless thing. Then it could rush out into blaming or criticizing oneself or bringing up the images of things we wish to complain about or find fault with or don't wish to but they are attracted to so it's like you know the, the irritated chaitana moves around and then finds something to be irritated by and so everyone has these Potentials for irritation, craving, uh, and so forth. You know, very speak, very putting it very simply for aversion or um, uh, indulgence or grabbing hold of things or resisting things. And that that's a potential in the heart, and that will tend to arise into thoughts. Now, if you're aware of the thought process, you feel the bubbling of it, then if you can get to the place where the thought is coming up, instead of just dismissing it or battling it, soft and widen. So instead of going down that old channel, that that particular topic that we that our mind is programmed to to go down, or in this or in the same speed, you know. Um, or the same pattern. Sometimes it just you get these doubt programs which just circle round and round, chasing each other, unable to resolve. So that particular program of of of, of, of thought, when it just turns round and round and round, uh, and never settles. And we want to feel instead of that. Okay, that's like that. This is doubting. And the doubting mind will tend to always search for certainty as a thought, and that—that's the the lure. Because the doubting mind tries to find certainty in a thought, and that isn't going to get it there. It isn't going to resolve the doubt because it's an energy of uncertainty. And if we come back to the sense of unknowing, uncertainty, what to do. How is that the very impulse energy rather than it running out into particular channels and programs or certain speeds? What's needed for that to be known, to be felt as something that needs a little bit of firm ground beneath it to settle rather than the thought needs an energy into, or a presence, a presence of a grounded energy in your body, on your out-breath. That's what it needed. And when it's grounded, sometimes the thing, just the topic, just, just basically disappears. Or we come to a very simple result. Grounded energy says, do this, don't do that. Or, you don't know right now, wait. You know, it, it shouldn't take long, actually. <laughs> If it's continued to go on, it means you, you, you really need to ground the thought rather than keep trying to find certainty. Because it's not the topic of thought, but the energy of it. And 
we're moderating it because most thought programs move at a high velocity and that makes them difficult to unbind because they rapidly swing around so you by this way we're loosening thought in order not so to have particularly positive thoughts or clear thoughts but to sense thought as an energy this, this bubbling whether it's negative affirmative doubting restless that's that and what's needed for that so then the chetana itself can be met and responded to rather than the program of thought which has got a story an image a particular speed to it that means we have to go into well I shouldn't dislike him because he's, he means well or I should forgive my mother because after all that was years ago or this kind of thing we're just endlessly going through that process and not getting to the point of feeling hurt whether it's justifiable or that's what you're feeling and then you go into that and then what's really needed there in that is something however stupid it is or unjust it is feeling is feeling the emotion is the emotion it needs to be grounded, met breathe through so you know of course a lot of meditation definitely challenges one's self image because we're re-experiencing one's mind going crazy or chaotic or grumpy or negative or falling asleep isn't really very gratifying for one's sense of self <laughs> but uh, we have to move because sense of self just is in- inadequate uh, for for handling this mind sense of self is not very good at handling this mind it's extremely poor <laughs> because it is a program itself of wanting things to be clear fixed, finite, agreeable so it's a very limited program it's got no space and capacity to it yeah. so you know, even, so trying to be a good meditator is not going to work because in this sense because it sets up a certain program to be clear, to be positive, to be whatever, you know, personal. And so you know, begin to check our attitudes and just to become more responsive to the chetana so it doesn't form into these fixed programs that then become yourself. If your program gets fixed, it becomes myself. I am a grumpy person, I am a greedy person, I'm a person with these obsessions, I'm a jealous person, I'm a anxious person who lacks confidence, and then thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. So Sankara become ourself. Yeah. The process of volition is natural and necessary. We do things, we speak, we think, we conceive, we remember, we decide. That's all what we do. And But then the, this pros, this piece of loosening the thought as one of the skills you develop in meditation is so that is the, the volitional qualities, the doing is, is coming out of the set patterns which become myself. And you probably know yourself in that respect. It's familiar. And maybe you're a bit disappointed with yourself. But rather than, you know, trying to be a different self, just checking the speed of thought, moderating it with breathing, moderating it by loosening the body, moderating by having the eyes slightly open, moderating it by giving more attention to the mood, the mental tone, and then giving all that, that lot of space to you know, take it slowly, feel the qualities.
and you it will generally distill to certain because that that process will distill down to the essences you know this particular mind state is associated with you know uncertainty rather than what should I do about this and this and this this is a state of uncertainty grounding what's needed what's helpful for that this way we can get to the point of what is moving us really moving in the heart Um, learn to acknowledge and and come to terms with qualities of heart we may not really had much um, space for or tolerance of fear, rage that we don't want to have happen developing being able to, because everybody has these potentials, they're, they're innate to human beings. So then, why it's softening so that it doesn't go into these corrosive thought forms that really saturate your body with with unpleasant chemicals and stresses. So how do we defuse that? Just go into the quality, slowing it down, holding it in the heart feeling it in the body softening, loosening not to get rid of it but to take it to a place where we can our awareness can get bigger than that and hold it carefully and respond and the response will be involuntary if it's really correct it will be just something like oh yeah, you know rather than a thought response remember that if it's a prefabricated response, it's another program. It's me going in there saying, oh, cheer up, never mind. It's all a Nietzsche. <laughs> and yeah, even though it's true, but it's still a program. And, and we're looking at something that's, that's a deprogramming. So, that, so this is ways we can practice with thinking mind as certainly it's been with us for a long time and it's part of our lives functions so being able to meditate with that